Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, 39 new confirmed COVID cases yesterday. Six cases fewer than last Thursday when we had 45. Mm, Lagos had 35 of the 39 cases. Remember, on Wednesday, we didn't have um, any cases in Lagos at all. But as you can see, we still have cases here. So please take your precautions. Huh? Limit your movement outside. I'd wear a mask like my people in the studio right now. You should see my studio. I'm surrounded. I feel like anytime anything could go off, like if I just say the wrong thing, they'll just turn on me and beat me up. <laughs> Watch us live on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3, YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. So you see what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, join the one million Lagosians who listen to this show every day. Thank you to every one of you. And I have a great show for you today, as always. Uh, Fridays, we bring you the Big Three Global Edition. We'll talk about players at Euro 2020 removing sponsors' products from press conferences. Then let's talk about the G7 launching its own infrastructure initiative to compete against China's Belt and Road. And then let's talk about the death of Kenneth Kaunda and the legacy of Africa's first set of post-independence leaders. And speaking of Euro 2020, there's no public square today. There's no music and moments today uh, because um, Euro 2020 will be here uh, playing today. Chisholm, do you know what they're playing? Do you know who they're playing? Did you all go and look it up so that, you know, in case I ask you, you're not for my hand. Look at that. Okay. All right. So that's who's playing uh, today. And um, uh, you'll have a great time with the best sports gang in Lagos, in the country, in Africa, really. Uh, right here on 99.3 Nigeria Info. But let's get started with the Big Three Global Edition. The Big Three Global Edition on Hard Facts. Will UEFA and the players and the sponsors make peace? Will they make peace? Can the G7's global infrastructure plan compete with China's Belt and Road Initiative? And did Africa's independence era leaders succeed or fail? I'm very curious to hear what you'll say about that particular story. This is the Big Three Global Edition where we take a look at stories that broke uh, in other parts of the world. We let Nigeria rest every Friday. And, uh, well, we try. Let me see. We try to let Nigeria rest every Friday. And we look at the biggest stories in the entire world. Even though sometimes the big stories are still Nigerian stories. And so we have to come back home. So they're either are still Nigerian stories or they affect Nigeria somehow. This particular one is affecting Nigeria somehow or Nigerians because Nigerians continue to talk about it throughout the week. Players and sponsors may be headed for a showdown at Euro 2020. That's our first story. How are you en enjoying our coverage of Euro 2020 so far, by the way, here on Nigeria Info? Are you enjoying it? Are you having a good time with it? But anyways, back to the story. It all started with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo at a post-match uh, press conference. Coca-Cola is one of the tournament sponsors. And as part of the deal, the organizers had to keep a bottle of Coke on the table where the players sit. So Ronaldo comes, sees the Coke, takes it off the table, and he says, drink water. So, of course, this grabbed a lot of headlines. Coca-Cola's share prices fell 
the very next day. Some people speculated that it was because of what Ronaldo did. Of course, there's no proof of that one way or the other since you cannot go into the minds of stockbrokers to go and know what made them do what. But um, that's what happened. And then you had other players taking a cue from Ronaldo. So Manuel uh, Locatelli from Italy um, do, ha, did the same thing with Coke. Paul Pogba of France removed a beer of a, a beer bottle, Heineken. He said for religious reasons. Pogba is a Muslim and he doesn't drink alcohol. Now UEFA is panicking a bit about all of this because the sponsors are not happy, as you can imagine. Now let me give you some numbers for context. This tournament has 12 top sponsors. Coke and Heineken are two of them. Combined, these 12 sponsors have given UEFA 2 billion euros. That's more than 1.2 trillion naira. So you put yourself in UEFA's shoes for a minute. You give somebody 1 trillion naira to do your event. And they tell you to put their product on the table at all your press conferences. You agree. But now... The players are removing the products. Fear not go catch you. <laughs> what if the sponsors say, oh, yeah, give me back my money? <laughs> so UEFA is panicking. And by the way, UEFA doesn't keep all that money to itself or for itself. It shares some of that money with the teams as prize money. The total prize money this year is 371 million euros. That's 221 billion naira. The teams use some of that money to pay bonuses to the players. So all the players, including Ronaldo, uh, Pogba, uh, Lucatelli, will be paid from the money from these products that they are rejecting. So it raises a question about whether the players would be ready to take a cut in their bonuses if the sponsors decide to pay less money since the players are removing their products from press conferences. Would they be willing to take a, a, a bonus cut? But on the other hand... There's also the player's perspective. Cristiano Ronaldo says that he believes that sugary drinks are not healthy. He doesn't drink them. He doesn't let his children drink them. And he's uncomfortable with his brand being used to sell something that he believes is bad for people. It's especially tricky because players are not regular celebrities, right? Players are athletes, right? So health and fitness are a fundamental part of their brand and their lifestyle. So if an athlete doesn't drink soft drinks and believes that soft drinks will stop them from being a high performer, is it ethical for them to have to endorse a soft drink? Popa says that he believes that alcohol is sinful alcohol is against his religion and UEFA has now said that they understand Pogba's view they've now told the stadium managers to remove alcohol from the tables whenever a Muslim player has to do a, a press conference but outside of that case they've warned the players not to touch the bottles and other props on the tables now, Lagos, are you with the players or are you with the sponsors? Have you been following this thing happening with them? Who do you support? How do you think UEFA is handling this? Do you think a player should be required to passively endorse a product that they have a moral or ethical problem with? Do you think players should take a bonus cut if they refuse to... Um, casually endorse these products passively endorse these products do you think this is a business issue or an ethics issue 
Women call me on 01465-7190. 01465-7190 for women. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. Is this a business issue or an ethics issue? There's WhatsApp 080-959-75805. We're streaming live on Facebook as well. Facebook Nigeria Info 99.3, YouTube Nigeria Info FM. And uh, of course, you can share your comments there as you um, think about the conversation that we're uh, having or trying to have. Are you with the players or are you with the sponsors? 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call us back if you can. Hello? Oh, no. Call back if you can. 0700 Hello. How are you? Hello? <laughs> 99.3 Hello Hello Alright then Hello, thank you for calling us Hello What's Good your afternoon. name? Good afternoon Just Welcome About the players mm. uh, See uh, May our head carry grace <laughs> Ronaldo started it They copied him If not If he was the only one who did it Maybe this wouldn't have gone ahead by the rest. But now, I'm in support of the people, of the sponsors. I'm the one sponsoring you, sponsoring what they are doing. So why are you removing it? That means uh, what with what he did, they even lost a lot of billions because of him. So if it's possible, they should even fine him. But wow. uh, they are not. Yes. <laughs> What's that? That's wrong. You okay. don't need to do that. At okay. least you are just there to do your your press. Uh, what do they even call it? Interview or mm. something. Uh-huh. It's wrong. Mm. It's, you are not the one sponsoring it. Yeah, or you are jealous because maybe they, they are not using you as their main person or something. No, but he actually said why. I mean, he said that... Uh, uh-huh. he... Agua. Mm-hmm. So, water. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What's what he promoting? Like, okay, they should stop drinking this. Yeah, but he, he it's says fine. it's unhealthy. He says he doesn't drink billions? them. He doesn't allow his children drink them. He says that he thinks it's bad for people. Imagine that. If he says that, mm. are they not sponsoring the sport? So he's making them lose customers. That's, that's bad. It should be fined. All right, just look there. Thank you very much for calling. We appreciate it. 99.3. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. What's your name? My name is Rafiat. Hi, Rafiat. I'm sorry. Let me just put this radio off so it doesn't give feedback. Yeah. So, um, the two-way thing. I love the fact that the companies are willing to make like the um allowances for the Muslim pre- um, players when it comes to alcohol because mm-hmm. I mean that's like a contra a complete contradiction to what they represent mm-hmm. but as for the water and the um and the fizzy drinks thing i mean these people are the ones that are making it possible for you to be as rich as you can be but so the brand of water he chose is, is coca-cola's water too eh, but the thing is you could have easily put the water on the same table without having to move it and do that gesture 
Mm. When you are as powerful as that, mm. you know that you have some sort of influence and you know that you've gotten this influence vis-a-vis the fact that these people are putting money into it. Mm. It's okay to not be drinking it mm. and it's okay to not endorse it. Say if he was asked expressly mm-hmm. and he expressed that, I don't have a problem with that because I mean, that's, that's who you are. And people should respect the fact that you don't take this thing mm-hmm. and I don't support it. Mm-hmm. But it was a press conference. That thing wasn't blocking your way. It wasn't doing nothing. Eh, but he didn't want to passively endorse it because he's... He... But, it, but the truth is, you're passively already endorsing it if you play in a league that they support. Sponsor. Right? Mm, interesting angle. I mean, it, it's just common sense. Like, mm. if you're a part of something that you're indirectly or directly getting money from mm-hmm. the money that you're pouring in mm-hmm. you're already i mean are you going to are you going to go and stop the adverts that play when you're playing mm. you can you can't okay when they when they when they have their um i don't know if Coca-Cola actually buys this a space on their on their jersey will you say you won't wear it because it's space on the jersey mm. you have to i mean you're already passively endorsing it even mm. for the muslim play, um, players mm-hmm. i'm just I'm just glad that the companies are giving them that, you know, that amount of allowance. Mm-hmm. But in the truth, mm-hmm. they know that they are still in the wrong because you kind of get your money from the endorsements of this company. So you should not take the bonus, huh? I mean, exactly. So that if you can, if they can take it a step further, mm-hmm. the Muslim players can take it a step further to say, okay, whatever comes like bonuses or whatever from this alcoholic brand, we're not going to be fantastic i mm. would i would applaud them because mm. i mean that would now be you clearly stating that yes i don't want to do anything with this brand so if coca-cola is giving an extra something ronaldo should say no because i don't drink the brand i don't support it mm. nobody should buy it i don't want to be part of their money ah. so if you're getting their money mm-hmm. ah, don't touch their market <laughs> rafia thank you very much for calling i love this conversation um there are so many angles there's there, there's so many places to take it i really love like great conversation uh if you just tuned in you're listening to hard facts and every friday at three we bring you um bigger stories the biggest stories from uh, other parts of the world and one of the biggest stories um is coming out of euro 2020 It started with Cristiano Ronaldo at a post-match press conference. Coca-Cola is one of the tournament sponsors. And as part of the deal, the conference, uh, the the organizers had to keep a bottle of Coke on the table where the players will sit for their press conference. So Ronaldo comes, sees the Coke, takes it off the table and says, drink water. So press carry the matter now. Headlines everywhere. Coca-Cola share prices fell the next day. Some people say it's because of what Ronaldo did, but we don't know one way or the other. After Ronaldo did it, other players started to do it. Manuel Locatelli from Italy did the same thing with Coke. Paul Pogba of France did the same thing with Heineken. He says he's only for religious reasons. He's a Muslim. He doesn't drink alcohol. And UEFA is panicking about this because the sponsors are not happy. And I gave you the example of... Um, say you give uh, somebody one trillion naira to do your event because that's how much UFI is putting into this thing. This tournament has 12 top sponsors. Coke and Heineken are two of them. Combined, these 12 sponsors give UFI or have given UFI 2 billion euros. That's 1.2 trillion naira. So if person give you one trillion naira now, say make you do events, they can't tell you, say make you put 
their product on top of the table where anytime we want to do press conference you know the way where you go put logo for your backdrop that kind of thing uh-huh. so they're gonna say no the only logo you go put so you go also put the product on top of the table at press conference you can't agree but now the people wait there for your event when they come sit down for the press conference they'll come out the product fear go catch you now because sponsor of it say i giving back my money Especially when UEFA doesn't keep all that money for itself. UEFA shares some of that money with the teams as prize money. The total prize money this year is 371 million euros. That's 221 billion naira. The teams use some of that money to pay bonuses to the players. So all the players, Ronaldo, Pogba, Lucatelio, all of them will be paid the money from these products that they are refusing to leave in front of them during the press conferences. And so it raises a lot of questions, you know. Will players be ready to take a cut in their bonuses if these sponsors decide, oh, we're going to pay less money since these uh, players are removing our products from, from press conferences? And then there's also the player's perspective. Cristiano Ronaldo says he believes sugary drinks are not healthy. He doesn't drink them. He doesn't allow his children to drink them. He's not comfortable using his brand to sell something that he believes is bad for people. And it, it then brings up the conversation about um, um, ethics, right? If an athlete doesn't drink something and believes that that thing um, is bad for them as far as being an athlete is concerned, because they're not your everyday celebrities. They, their own thing is being fit and being healthy, right? Health and fitness are a, a fundamental part of their own brand, of their own lifestyle, right? So is it ethical for them to have to endorse a soft drink if they believe that soft drinks will stop them from being high performers? Pogba's own is that um, alcohol is sinful. Alcohol is against his religion. UEFA has now said, okay, we understand your own view, Pogba. We've now told stadium managers to remove alcohol from the tables whenever a Muslim player has to do a a press conference. But outside of that case, they're warning the players not to touch the bottles, not to touch any of the props on the tables. And I wonder who you agree with. So far, my listeners say, "Uh uh-uh, nah, the players are are not trying at all. I wonder if you think, nah, the players are right. How do you think UEFA is handling this? Do you think a player should be required to passively endorse a product they have moral or ethical problems with? Women, call me on 01-465-7190. 01-465-7190. Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. Should players take a bonus cut if they refuse? Do you think that this thing is a business issue or do you think it's an... Uh, an ethics issue. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. You are calling me on the women's line. You have to call me on the men's line. Hello. 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 What's your name? My name is Osewe. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, I think Evo Ronaldo did wasn't good. Okay. I don't think he should um, bring his personal opinion. I mean, like the earlier when it's time to pay if they win the tournament i'm sure part of the funds that was brought for sponsorship will be used to pay we least is not going to take part part of the money because it takes money mm. so i i think he should be fined i'm fine seriously because it's it's because of what he did that Koba has come now but i can understand Koba's or maybe the religion okay mm. but that ronaldo's one should not be tolerated please Okay. All right. Thank you very much. 99.3. Hello. 
Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Paul, calling from Becky. Hi, Paul. Welcome. Um, for me, both Cristiano Ronaldo, both Bogba, they are all wrong. In the first place, is it their money they are using to sponsor uh, the tournament? The answer is no. Bogba is saying because of religion. Is it not fornicating? Ah. Religion? Is, no, no, no. That is the fact. Is what he's doing not against his religion? Why is religion now coming to somebody who is paying you millions of naira? You are now saying the name of uh, religion. I should be at home now. Stay at home because of your religion. Both of them are wrong. In fact, they should be even fine if that's the case. Okay. They should be fine for others to learn a lesson because others will now. Tomorrow now, you see other players will now be because of this and be doing something else. Okay. That's my opinion. Thank you very much for calling to share your opinion. Now, I have to mention eh, that the water brand that uh, Ronaldo uh, put on the table, now Coca Cola get amo. So he clearly doesn't have a problem with the company. It's just the product he has a problem with. Isn't that good enough? Huh? We've got 30 seconds before we have to take a break. Hello. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Yeah, Chine, yes. Chine, you've got 30 seconds. Good afternoon. Yes, yes you... This last call makes a lot of sense. You understand? Okay. Now, the players, maybe they're thinking that the, the sponsors, they are that collecting fat money. Okay. So maybe that's the, their way to probe them or to, to to stop them from collecting those money. Maybe they're thinking that their money, the money they're collecting from those sponsors, is much. So okay. that's my own opinion. All right. Thank you for making it in less than 30 seconds. We'll take a break, Lagos. We'll come back and continue talking. Don't go away. <laughs> 99.3 Nigeria Info, your number one station for talk. Let's talk. Yes, indeed. Let's talk. The G7 is launching its own global infrastructure initiative to compete with China's Belt and Road. And that's our second story. Not to worry. You can still talk about Ronaldo um, in a bit. But let's talk about the G7, right? The G7 are the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom, France, Italy, Germany and Japan. They're some of the most industrialized nations on Earth. But I'm sure that you notice that China is not a member. So while the G7 countries tend to collaborate on global economic issues, China sets its own agenda. And the cornerstone of that agenda for the last eight years has been the Belt and Road Initiative, or BRI. Basically, China is providing around $200 billion in financing for other countries to build and upgrade ports, railways, roads, power plants, logistics, uh, logistics hubs, uh, other infrastructure needed for global trade. Now, for years, China's global rivals like the USA have said that the BRI is really about growing China's influence and control over other countries. They've accused China of what they call debt trap diplomacy. That's where one country gives another country lots of loans, knowing that they're going to struggle to pay back, and then they use that to control what the other country does on the world stage. Don't vote for this. Don't vote for that. Don't do this. Do that. Hey, that's what debt trap um, diplomacy is. Debt trap diplomacy. 
Now the G7 is launching their own infrastructure plan. They're calling it Build Back Better World, or B3W. It's going to provide $40 trillion between now and 2035 for the same types of uh, projects as the BRI. But the G7 insists that there will be differences in approach. They say that they're, they're, that they're going to do their own with no strings attached to the loans and to the grants. So things like um, worker conditions and pay, environmental impact, and anti-corruption. These are the things that um, um, will be attached. So there will be strings, but not the type that China does, right? So there will be strings attached to the loans and grants. So worker conditions and pay, uh, environmental impact, anti-corruption. So basically... On that last one, it sounds like before countries can access uh, B3W uh, funds, they're going to need to put systems in place to make sure that nobody can divert that money from the stated projects. And I want to know what you think about it, about that idea. Some analysts say that um, this may be a good thing for heavy borrowers like Nigeria. As you know, we have a huge infrastructure gap. The official figure is $3 trillion. So that means that to get all the infrastructure that Nigeria needs right now, government would need to spend $1.5 quadrillion naira. That's more than a thousand trillion naira. <laughs> and obviously, we don't have that money. Federal government budget is around $10 trillion every year. So it would take them 150 years to get enough money if they only spent on infrastructure. And they can't do that, spend only on infrastructure. So that's why we keep getting these loans from China to fund different real projects, for example. So now, if the G7 is also ready to start providing infrastructure financing, some experts think that this will lead to lower costs for these loans. China will have to relax their own loan terms so that they can remain competitive. And I want to know if you agree with that or not. You can also talk about Ronaldo if you just prefer to talk about that. 0700-993-993-993. What are your thoughts on G7's B3W proposal? Uh, do you think it will compete with um, China's BRI? Women call me on 01465 Hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Hello. What's your name? My name is Mai, calling from my papa. Go ahead. Good to have you on the show. Yes, I want to talk on the um, story of um, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I think what is good for the geese is good for the gander. Okay. We all know we are not all religious people. Some could become maybe atheists. So if Paul Vai is rejecting or refusing to um, you know, stand in or represent a brand on the basis of his religion, hmm. then I think um, Ronaldo has the right to stand on his basis of not being in support of the product. So it would be wrong for us to call and say, oh, we understand what, why Pogba is doing that. And we don't understand why Ronaldo is doing that. So if at all, they'll be fine. And I think um, the, the body is very, very wrong to support one and also you know, kind of reject the other. I don't take these drinks. I'm even still supporting one of your products. So you should respect my rights and respect whatever I stand for. If they respect Pogba for standing for what he stands for, hmm. then Ronaldo. But if they are going to do find uh, one person, they should find the other. So I, I don't see the basis of supporting one and we call and say, oh, it's okay for Pogba, Pogba to do that. And Ronaldo should just go on the line and die. I think it's very, very wrong. 
Nobody okay. sit down, discuss it, and mm. say, oh, if you are going to go that, after all, whatever comes in, Pogba will also benefit from it. Mm. Mm. So let's, let, let's be guided. Okay. I think they are wrong. I'm not supporting, I'm not supporting the fact that they gain from this, and yet they are trying to... Are you still... so what is good for the kids is good for the Uganda. Thank, okay. you, Thank you very much for calling and sorry about your airtime. Now, it's interesting she says that, and I have to ask you something. Back in the day, cigarette companies were allowed to sponsor sports events. Cigarette companies, they were allowed to sponsor sports events, but today they're not. Why? Because people took a stand that cigarettes are not healthy and therefore they shouldn't sponsor sports events. In fact, it's gotten to the point that in a lot of Western countries, cigarettes, uh, cigarettes cannot even be advertised on TV. So now these players are taking a stand against soft drinks. I don't know. Is this possibly similar to the cigarette situation? Because back when people first started complaining about cigarette ads in sports events, other people said, waiting concern you, is it your money? But the anti-tobacco campaigners said it's not just about money. So is this what we're now seeing with these drinks? Share your thoughts with me. 0700-993-993-993. Also share your thoughts on this G7's B3W proposal. Do you think it will compete with China's BRI? 99.3. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Yeah, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. Yeah. Also, this, uh, I'm talking about the Ronaldo. Mm. Yeah. Because... By where you go, where, where we take it as a medical something on it, there are some people that they place on a coke that they should drink coke about maybe three, four in a day because they have a, a lower Low blood sugar. Lower sugar. Mm. So for uh, Ronaldo to complain, I think by the time he took uh, the water, he could have said about the water, not about the coke. That is very sugary, and my children, myself, cannot take it. It's, it's harmful to the body. It's downgrading the, the sponsor. So mm. he's supposed not to do like that. Okay. Because without the sponsor, mm. there is no air defect. Mm. So that is my opinion. Thank you for sharing your opinion. 99.3. Uh, hello, Sandra. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Adegoke from Lexi. Welcome, Adegoke. I greet you. Um, well, my take is on this Ronaldo and a Pogba issue. <laughs> when I watched it, after uh, Ronaldo's son, Pogba came in, I was like, ah, is this a planned work? <laughs> so, uh, but it's actually, they're actually wrong for doing that because these are companies that sponsor uh, those competitions and they get paid from uh, those companies. So, there's no way you cannot you can fight against your own. No, you can't bite the fingers that feed you, and it's going to backfire. Okay. So at least, yeah, at least they've won now that they shouldn't do that again. So let's see if they will still be stubborn and do it again. And do it again. They get penalized. Hmm. Yeah, it's very wrong of them. All right, thank you very much for calling. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. Hello. I said, good evening. This is Fola on the line. Hi, Fola. Good evening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I will go with the other color. If the Coca-Cola is not good for them, mm -hmm. to stop collecting Coca-Cola's money, 
if anything is not good, I don't know their name, I'm not a football fan. Okay. You understand? Okay. If anything is not good for the other guy, then you should stop collecting it. That means the people taking Coca-Cola, they are killing themselves, then you are collecting their money. They should, stop collecting, they should stop collecting the money. If the first tobacco company should stop sponsoring the, the game, mm. then they should not collect, they shouldn't stop Coca-Cola and anything company from sponsoring their game. Let us see the people that will come and sponsor their games for them. Here they collect the huge amount they are collecting. I don't know what the world is wanting to do. <laughs> Everybody come up with whatever they like. They want to make money. What is good for the group is also good for the gander. If it's not good for if it's not good for them, then it's not good for the public. Then there will be no money for them. Thank you. All right, Fola. Thank you very much. Let me go to WhatsApp <laughs> and see the comments that we have. Um, Ronaldo is hypocritical. Pogba is also a hypocrite. When they have not made it, will they remove it? Ejike from Ogba says it's pretty interesting to see the stance taking uh, by the G7 for the infrastructural financing of underdeveloped and developing nations with no strings attached. Well, actually, it's uh, with strings attached. I misspoke. Uh, most African nations will like the sound of that because they don't like being accountable. China will give you the money and some top expertise, but will pass no knowledge. There's always an interest. Apart from the obvious ones of reducing China's global interests, there's more in between the lines. There are actually strings attached for uh, the G7's own. So, like I said, working conditions, human rights, etc., etc. We've got a message here um, that has nothing whatsoever to do about my show, but thank you for sending it. Sandra, what Ronaldo did was hypocritical. Why didn't he reject the money? Ronaldo's action can be compared to the northerners who banned the sales of alcohol but received the share of VAT from the sales of alcohol. Now, wow, Kelly from Igondo says, you must find a way to make it a Nigerian story, eh? Ronaldo says, as, as, no, sorry, Chieka from Aja says, Ronaldo is being hypocritical. He was Coca-Cola ambassador earlier in his career. He should donate every dollar he earns during this period to charity if he now detests coke good afternoon president sandra um uh AGK from Oba says he shock you is Papa not fornicating <laughs> you people are ridiculous the the people seeing reasons with Papa and not with ronaldo are messy fans okay Oh, that's a good one. Uh, back to WhatsApp. Bless you. Mm. Good afternoon, Sandra. It's common knowledge that the tussle between the G7 and China over the nature of issuance of loans to less privileged nations, such as we in Africa, is just politicking over resource control. In Africa, meanwhile, Africans will, Africans will rather go with China because there will be no questions asked in the first place. That's a message from Duncan Ilijagung. Speaking of Africa, Kenneth Kaunda is dead. Zambia's first president. Kaunda was one of the icons of the Pan-African um, struggle. During his 27 years in office from 1964 to 1991, Kaunda sponsored resistance movements in Zimbabwe, Angola, Namibia, Mozambique, and South Africa. So freedom abroad, but dictatorship at home. <laughs> like I said, he was president for 27 years. And that's because he banned all opposition. Banned it. He finally bowed to pressure and agreed to hold elections and was immediately defeated. In his 27 years in office, the Zambian economy grew worse and worse.
And because of the poor economy, Zambia saw a large migration of its middle class and its working class to other countries. Of course, we've seen the same problem here in Nigeria repeatedly since independence. In fact, it's a problem across Africa. People are having to go abroad for school or for work because the opportunities that exist at home are not quite what they should be. Kaunda was the last survivor of the first generation of African leaders. Zik and Belo are gone. Nkrumah of Ghana is also gone. Uh, Nyerere of Tanzania is also gone. Hufwe Bwanye of uh, Ivory Coast also gone. All of them, all the others, they're all gone. So as we mark Kaunda's death, it's a good time to, I think, look back at the legacy of those freedom fighters. Do you think they left their newly freed nations better than they met them? Or worse? Like I said, Zambia's economy worsened under Kaunda. We saw the same repeated in a lot of other African nations. We also saw a lot of them drowning in debt until the mid-2000s when the Paris Club and other lenders forgave them. And many of them started as elected leaders and then transitioned into dictators. So many of them were in power for decades, like Kaunda. So what I want us to do for the final 18 minutes of uh, Big 3 Global today is talk about the first generation of post-independence African leaders. Tell me what you think of them. Do you think they did a good job? In terms of economy, in terms of national unity, in terms of rule of law, did they improve their countries? Women call me on 01465. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. Women call me on 01465-7190. Hello, thank you for calling us. Hello. How are you? Good afternoon. What's your name? Sosin. Welcome. Okay. I, can I... Talk on the first issue. Yes, of course. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. My take on that is that all those players, Pogba, Ronaldo, both of them are guilty. And at first, they took the sponsor Albert away. Mm. But after the match, each of them, Pogba, including Pogba and Ronaldo, each of them, when they want to give out after the match, mm. my, um, my man of the match award, mm-hmm. I think both of them received the award. And the sponsor's name attached to the award that they receive. Why, 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 after um, they receive the award, why can't they start in the state, said maybe they subscribe the sponsor name before they collected the award? They receive each, uh, both of them. Okay. <laughs> so, I see it's no, no, no for me. No, uh, no, no. So there's no, no, it's too, it's He's very he's so arrogant. It's no, no, no for me. Okay. All right, then. Thank you very much for calling us. By the way, this uh, final global story is brought to you by uh, Unicaf. Uh, Unicaf is a company that helps you get degrees from foreign universities without leaving Nigeria. Let's listen a little bit to them and then keep talking. Are you ready to be a leader? 
At Unicaf, we are here to inspire and help you make an impact as you thrive for success. Take advantage of our exclusive 300 British MBA scholarships valid until the end of June 2021 with an internationally recognized online MBA from the University of East London or the University of Suffolk. You can accelerate your career. Call us on 07000 311 That is 07000 311 to help you jump start today with Unicav. You can. Thank you very much, Unicap, for bringing the final 15 minutes of the show to you. But Lagos, let's keep talking. 0700-993-993-993. Do you think the first generation of post-independence African leaders did a good job in terms of economy, national unity, and rule of law? Did they improve their countries? Women call me on 01465-7190. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. Yes, you can still talk about Ronaldo and UEFA and, uh, and their sponsors. Or you can talk to me about G7 uh, versus China. 99.3. Hello, this is BC calling from Japan. Welcome, BC. Yeah. Talking about the first generation leader in Africa, mm. I think they did their best because they are new in administration. That actually caused problems for them. Okay. But they had the good intentions to actually move the country forward. And to actually move the country forward, people will call it dictatorship, but you need to hold on to power for some time to make a meaningful change. Look at what happened in Libya with Muammar Gaddafi. He held on to power and actually developed the country. So you cannot say it's a dictatorship, but see, the, the West, they, plot, they plotted against him and actually brought um, Libya to what it is now. So regarding to the, uh, the, second, the second issue mm. about the G7. G7. So it's just another way to to colonize Africa. Okay. So as China is doing, mm. they also want to have their own share of the the colonization. Mm. So because when the country begins to get loan, even if it's a soft loan, even if the interest is not much, mm. it is also coming to its depth on us. So as we add over the news in recent time, mm-hmm. our Nigeria has been indebted to several countries mm-hmm. and even internally debt. So this is actually bringing the the development of Nigeria to nothing. Hmm. So you might, you might, you might be having some co- country coming to put rail. See, China is putting rail to make money for themselves. Hmm. They are putting rail to make money because they are the one that is constructing the rail. They are the one that is managing needs. They do collect all the money and took it to China. So they are also creating a network to sell their products in Africa. So... No, but no, even the, the, the G7 are not thinking of industrializing the Africans. They are not thinking of industrializing Africa. They are thinking of giving us loans to keep us indebted for long. No, but they're actually thinking of helping us build infrastructure so that we can industrialize. The, the same thing that China is doing as well. So they're giving us loans so that we can go and build those things. But um, G7's condition is if you're going to take our loan, we're, we're going to make sure you don't divert the money somewhere. Let me use Nigeria, Nigeria 
as a case study. Okay. If they wanted to develop Nigeria, mm. what we need, development we need now, mm. is to develop our skills, the steel company, to develop our power company. If we have steel and we have power, you see, we have a lot of development. Steel and electricity, it is power. The, the Western country, they made money from it. So, and they developed their country with it. Nobody, no country can get industrialized without having a good power supply and a good mineral, like steel, in place. Because we cannot, you see, when you want to manufacture a car, you will need steel. You want to, most of you, you need to manufacture, you need steel. Mm. The, 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 the plastic industry is not also functioning. So, so we, if they are looking to, they're not just putting road for us. But, it's, uh, you, but you still shall need road to transport the steel and the plastic and all the other things that you're manufacturing. You need roads, you need rail. It's not just light. Look at this rail that we are talking about. Mm. They use steel to construct the railway. Mm-hmm. We have the steel they are using. They imported it. Hmm. Yes, they imported it. Look at the putting up road. We have we have rocks, we have mountains, we have natural resources. But if you don't have power, you cannot extract them. If we have power, you see, granite cost of putting up road will be very cheap. If we have power, we have a, 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 a mechanized dredging equipment. We have a quarry system that is actually cheap and accessible for people to buy. Government will be able to produce to produce raw material for roads. You see, the cement industry will, will not have problem with electricity. But but, it, but, is, but is it not ridiculous that we're blaming them for not doing enough for us? What role does the African play in all of this? Them for not doing enough, mm. but they are, they are coming in, in, in where we, where we, they will also be benefiting at large. They are not coming in, in, in from where we will also be developed. Mm. You see, our, our leaders should think about it. They should also give them some conditions. You see, most of the Western countries have stopped buying our fuel. They stopped buying our crude. Because the world is moving away from crude. No, it is not that. They still bought crude. They, they, they are still protecting the, the route in which the crude is moving from the, from the uh, 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 Asia country, the Arab country. They protect the roots of, of the fuel. They spend their military mighty and power to protect those roots because they needed the crude from them. Mm. But it's so about food. This is just to put Nigeria in a perfect condition. All right, BC, thank you very much for calling. I wish we had time to keep going, but um, I, I need to bring it back to our sponsors in the studio. Now, I was just talking about... Um, uh, how since independence so many Africans have gone abroad to find work or they've gone abroad to find school so that they can remain globally competitive, right? But you are saying that um, they don't even have to leave the country anymore to get a degree from Europe or from America. 